I didn't want to just make it or do okay. I wanted to be whole. Hello and welcome back to audio. This is part two of a series entitled Grace Greater Than. Last week, I provided a set of very real but very unsavory circumstances that have the potential to produce broken people as a result of broken parenting. And my biggest question was, who were we supposed to be? What kind of people were we supposed to be? So in this episode, I'm going to throw myself under the bus a little bit because I think that there needs to be kind of uh, an active working example of what I mean here. So as a speaker, it always helps to also listen. And my audience had a lot of wonderful and insightful things to say in response to part one. And if I haven't thanked you all enough, let me do it again. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, a truth. Many broken people don't even know that they're broken. And even if they do, admitting it and creating change is not something that they may even know how to do. And understanding this makes it easy to start trying to let go by giving our broken parents a pass and saying that they simply did the best they knew how to do. And that's a decent pass, but it really doesn't do much to ease our recovery. And that's also not really saying that we forgive them completely. So I'm wondering, as we get older, have we stepped back and really looked at the chain of events that has led us to where we are right now? Like, has it ever occurred to us that even the parts that some of our parents got completely wrong, they were actually major parts of a bigger plan. What if there were a lot of things that we needed to learn that we wouldn't have learned otherwise? These questions are in no way excuses for any pain or disappointment we may have suffered, but they do create perspective. You see, pain and experience are great teachers if we are willing to use them as tools instead of weapons against the other people in our lives and even ourselves. Now, I used to say that emotional pain can be a lot worse than physical pain because at least with physical pain, you've got something to show for it. It turns out that emotional pain is actually pretty useful. Before I was mature enough to realize this though, I did have this terrible desire to not even know who my biological parents were. I felt like life would have been so much easier if the reason why I was being raised by somebody else was because my super awesome mom and dad had met with some unfortunate circumstance and had passed away. The truth is that I simply didn't want to have so many issues to deal with. 
a big reality is that even if they had passed away, that would have been a completely different set of issues that I would have had to, guess what, deal with. So one way or the other, there was going to be something to deal with. I don't think any of us come through childhood completely unscathed because there's no such thing as a perfect parent. So I did want to make sure to put that out there, that I don't think that there are any perfect parents. I mean, we we go through a lot and every bit of it is a learning process as we're raising our children. So what to do with all of our emotional pain? Do we hold on to it and let it be the driving force behind why we are the way we are? Do we keep it as a crutch so that when we do something awful, we can say that we would never have done it if it hadn't been for this hurt or that hurt? Sadly, that thing happens way more often than we may care to admit. And before we know it, we've left a line of hurt and broken people in our wake. And that's us shoveling our dirt into someone else's yard because of issues that we haven't dealt with. And I can admit to living that way for far too long. Seriously, I was just making it in this life, not really living, just surviving one dumb decision or act of defense at a time. Now, you wouldn't think that that sounds like the life of a kid who was rescued pretty early. I was rescued at the age of six uh, from a horrible life and raised in a very loving and Christ-filled home. But it's very true. I accepted Jesus at age eight, but it wasn't until I was in my mid to late 20s that I realized that I was missing something really, really important about it. I'd grown up being told to lay my cares at the cross, to let Jesus handle it and move on. It made sense to my mind, but not to my heart at all. My broken, twisted heart just wasn't even hearing that and didn't want to have anything to do with it until Mother's Day was approaching when my daughter was about two years old. I hadn't talked to my my own mother in so long, and Mother's Day was always a, a bittersweet time of the year for me. And I was feeling like I should call her and say something, but of course I didn't know what to say, and the more I thought about it, it eventually hit me. I hadn't let go of a single thing, like no matter how much I said I had, how much I was telling everybody I was living my best life, you know, with or without her. So I made a decision right there and then. You might think that I would have asked God to start healing me and helping me get rid of all of this, but instead I asked God to show me who I was. Not some general description of who the Bible says that I am, that's all wonderful, it's good. I know that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, but what I wanted to know was who I was in that moment, holding my daughter and still grieving as a daughter. True story. 
I was not happy with what I learned. I was bitter. I was angry and just a complete hot mess. And somehow I thought I was going to do a good job of raising my daughter in that condition. Now let me tell you, I cried for days. Whatever animosity I was holding toward my mother, who did whatever she did for her own reasons, was no excuse for what I had allowed myself to become. I was ashamed, I felt guilty, and I was so afraid. I was guilty for the things that I had done all in the name of protecting myself and being my own boss. I was ashamed of my lack of love and respect for myself and other people. And I was so frightened that I had done so much damage that God wouldn't even bother forgiving me for any of it. Thank God for grace though. Grace is that part of healing that deals with all of the shame and the guilt of your actions while you're hurting, angry, or otherwise emotionally messed up. Grace, the unmerited or unearned favor, is what makes forgiveness possible when you find yourself ready to stop beating yourself up. Start laying it all down piece by piece and let God do what he does best, and that is deliverance. Admittedly, it's hard to lay any of it down because many of us don't even know who we are without all the mess that grows up within us and becomes a living, breathing part of us. But that's okay. I wanted it gone. I wanted to deal with it. I wanted to deal with each piece, no matter how long it took, no matter how painful it was, uh, no matter what I had to do. And it turned out that I didn't have to do very much. I simply had to let go of it. I had to choose to no longer feel like I needed, to no longer feel like I had to have it as fuel. My decision to let go and let God handle all of these bits and pieces of emotional shrapnel, it didn't mean that I was, you know, healed instantly. It meant that I agreed to try doing things his way instead of my way because my way was not working. It meant that I was willing to try doing things his way while allowing him to chip away at the hardened parts of me because it was obvious that I was not going to be good at doing it myself because I thought that that's what I had already done. And I was very, very wrong. My encouragement to my listeners is that whatever it is that you're carrying with you, whatever it is that has grown up in you and 
has become this sleeping, sinister uh, monster in your life, I want to encourage you that without it, you're more than just fine. Without it, you are who you were designed to be. I'm hoping that in this series of grace that we all learn that it's not just for some and that the most beautiful thing about grace is that it cannot be earned. It's not something that can be paid for. It is something that is offered to us and if we so choose, it is free for the taking. Thank you once again for engaging audio this evening. Be sure to tune in next Friday for more healing hope through the choice of faith over fight or flight. In the meantime, stop by engaging audio for more content on functional Christianity. That's engaging oh. You can also engage on Instagram at engaging underscore audio, YouTube under my name, Audie Puckett, and Twitter at AudiP76. Until next time we talk, I wish you happiness and love in Christ and with one another.